Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. What's up design family and welcome back to another episode of Fit Design TV. So glad to have you guys back on the channel. On today's episode, we'll be looking at my top four reasons as to why you should not be starting a fashion brand. And some of these reasons may come as a surprise to some of you. So if you're interested to learn why you shouldn't be starting a fashion brand and exactly what my turnaround for this is, well, tune into this episode. You guys are in for a good one. Number one, and this is the most general of all, it's your mindset shift. When it comes to starting any business, most people go into that endeavor with the idea that they don't actually want to succeed. And you might be saying, wait, hold up. That's actually not true. I want to succeed in this more than anything. Listen closely when it comes to starting any venture, especially a fashion business, a business that is so saturated and with so much competition, you need to change the way that you frame your thinking. Most people do not set themselves up for success. They're interested and they're motivated at the idea of starting something new. They're interested and motivated at the idea of starting a fashion brand and emulating a lot of the designer icons that they see, but they are not framing themselves in the way that they're going to go about approaching this project with a long-term mindset. They don't actually want to win. They want the idea of winning. So what does it mean to actually want to win and to actually do the actions that it takes to win? Well, number one, understand that launching a business and launching a fashion brand is not only about creating a collection and launching initially. In order to truly want to win, number one, you have to be able to overcome the numerous obstacles that you're going to face, right? As soon as it gets difficult, as soon as your first prototype is incorrect, or as soon as the fabric that is dyed is the wrong color, or as soon as you receive the goods and half of them are damaged, because these things will happen. If your mindset is not, I will overcome this challenge and I'll see this as an obstacle to learn from. And I have framed my intentions here that no matter what happens, that I intend to win, I intend to succeed, I intend to overcome these bumps. Well, that's only when you'll actually achieve any form of momentum. So frame every single decision with a long-term thinking that no matter what, this venture is going to work out for me. This venture is going to be something that I'm going to have to overcome and many obstacles that are brought my way. Reframe. You do not want to win. What you want is the idea of winning. Winning and the idea of winning are two separate entities. When it comes to actually winning, there's a inclination and there's an expectation of having to overcome hardships, having to solve problems, having to have consistency. But the idea of winning is very glamorous. It's very romantic. And that's not what we want you guys focusing on. We don't want you focusing on the glitz and glamour because the real world is not like that. Most of all, the fashion business, which can be extremely ruthless, capital intensive. And yes, the light at the end of the tunnel is there. And there's a lot of people to look for, for inspiration. And I've seen them in my personal business day in, day out. But what separates those people from 99% of people is that those 1% of people have actually decided that no matter what, I will overcome and I will actually push through. Number two on the list is that you have no identity. So don't even bother starting a brand. What are you known for? What is your niche? How can someone discern your brand from the tens and tens of other brands that are within the same space? Starting 
with just an idea to create product and manufacture it might have sounded like a good idea five years ago, 10 years ago, when this was actually predominantly difficult to do. But in this day and age, the world has moved at such a fast pace where anyone can print an on-demand t-shirt, anyone can get a white label brand of joggers, t-shirts, sports bras, leggings. What is going to set you apart is having an identity, knowing what you're trying to achieve in the market, knowing what need you're trying to fill. This does not come overnight. It needs to come from a truly fundamental place. I know for me, if I was to ever, and I have started my own brand, it would always come from an idea or a problem that I'm facing in my own life. At the same time, I would do my absolute best to create a unique identity for anything I've tried to create. I would try to look within myself to see what is unique about me, what is unique about my communication, how do I stand apart from person X, Y, Z, and what can I bring to the market that no one else can emulate? Most people are looking at everyone else and trying to emulate what they're doing. That may work for person X, but that does not mean it'll work for you. Have an identity, have a niche, solve a fundamental problem that you're facing in your life. Understand what the story is that you're trying to tell. Because if you try to emulate every single person you see out there, you're going to have every single person's results, which honestly are lackluster and not where you want to be. Stand out, bring something unique, be known for something that is unique to you, your vision, your identity, and stick to that. Your authenticity is what's going to push through. Your authenticity is where you'll be able to pull from when you don't know how to move forward. In every single core life decision that I've ever made, yes, it might have been influenced by people around me, but every single core decision has also been something that I've drawn from within, from my own personal experience. And I've used that to fuel me because I know that that is something unique to me. I know that's something that no one else can bring in the market. The third reason as to why you should definitely not consider starting a fashion brand is that honestly, you have extremely unreasonable expectations for what success does look like and will look like for you. You cannot look around and use others that have put in blood, sweat, tears, that have been through things that you would not even fathom to get to the positions that they're in and use that as a way of saying, cool, if I just do what I need to do, that's where I'll be. Try to understand that success is a long and windy road. You have unreasonable expectations and when you have unreasonable expectations, you will be disappointed. And when you're disappointed, that's where you lose your drive, your motivation. And ultimately, if you don't have a strong backbone to carry you through, you'll stop. Understand that the fashion business is a long process. How can you turn over $1 million in a year? If you don't have $1 million worth of product, well, how can you have $1 million worth of product if you don't have $1 million worth of capital? At the same time, even if you do have that capital and you're just starting off, where is your customer base coming from? What are your logistics looking like? You have the experience. Building a sustainable business is a long-term endeavor. Believe me, I've been there and I've done that. I understand that just when it seems that things are getting so difficult and the walls are closing in on you, that's actually when you have to push harder than ever and break through those plateaus. Success is nowhere near linear. It's extremely, extremely erratic. And at the same time, if it is erratic, but if you have a clear vision and a path for where you want to head to and how you're trying to drive your business and you stick to those paths and those goals and you trust in the process and you actually act in a smart way, People believe that just putting in the effort guarantees them the success. And that's another unreasonable expectation. You could do everything right and still fail. 
But what is going to set you apart is even when you do fail, even when you have those huge setbacks, you say to yourself that, honestly, this is not how it ends, right? I'm going to push through and I'm going to make sure that I move through whatever obstacle I'm facing. So having unreasonable expectations is setting yourself up for major disappointment, which is sure to take you off your path. Be clear, be reasonable, set logical goals, hit your goals. If you haven't, evaluate why you haven't, restructure the way you're moving your business, the way that you're designing your product, making your product, how you're selling your product to actually get you to achieve these goals. But you need to have clarity over your goals and be reasonable with these expectations. Last but not least, and this is definitely something that you need to keep in mind. It may seem extremely daunting and it may seem extremely pessimistic, but knowing this and coming to terms with this is actually going to serve you much better than if you just went in blindsided. Is that any business, especially when it comes to fashion businesses, have an extremely high failure rate. There's actually a really well-known statistic that says only 20% or 20% of businesses will fail within the first two years. 45% will fail within the first five years. 65 will fail within the first 10 years and only 25% actually manage to make it beyond 15 years. And that's not even accruing to the fashion industry, whereas it's much more competitive. Pretty much anyone in their grandmother thinks they're a fashion designer. Anyone in their grandmother thinks that this is something they should get into without any understanding of why they should be doing this and what is going to push them through. So come to terms with the fact that you're stacked up against the odds, but on the contrary, you're stacked up against the odds because you're going in with a lack of understanding of everything that's required. Most designers go in because they have a creative vision. They have something they want to tell to the world. And that's a beautiful thing. You should start off with something that's unique to you. But understand that that's only going to get you half the way. You need to have some form of business acumen. You need to understand what it takes to actually design product, to develop product, where are you going to source your manufacturers? Where are you going to get your fabrics from? If you face issues in your accounting and your budgeting, how are you going to make sure you have enough cash on hand to actually pay for the goods? If you don't have the cash on hand, do you have what it takes to go down to banks, to ask for a credit note, to ask for a line of credit, to source, to have investors come in? Do you have what it takes to actually source the money that you need to make the business happen? Even when that's done, what happens when you receive the goods? Do you have what it takes to actually market the goods? to price the goods appropriately, to actually move the goods. All of this comes with intense and immense business acumen with or which of most designers have none of. So understand that a fashion business is not just only the fashion, it's a fashion business. Developing and actually honing in your business skills is going to be key towards your long-term success. And not only do you have to have the skills, but you have to have the will and the grits to go through the many, many trials and tribulations that are going to come up and be 100% okay with the fact that you might lose a lot of money and you might lose some time, but you will have learned a tremendous amount of life skills that are going to push you through and carry you into the next stage of your life. Every single opportunity and every single failure is truly a blessing in disguise when it comes to what you learn from it, how you grow as a person, and what stage in life it actually takes you to. So look at the high failure rate as something that you know that others don't and come to terms with it and actually go in with the idea of number one, which is you actually want to win. Go in with the mindset of no matter what happens, I will win and I will make sure that I actually succeed in this endeavor. That reframing, coupled with the understanding that there is a high failure rate, is actually going to carry you through. It's going to put you through those moments of immense self-doubt 
where 99% of people might actually quit and it's going to actually, actually allow you to push through and to make your business a success. This is something I've applied in, into my own life, into my own business and into how I carry myself. And honestly, it's those reframes that allow you to really push ahead and to stand out from the crowd. Well guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this episode. To recap quickly, the top four reasons why you should not be starting a fashion brand is number one, you actually don't want to succeed. You don't have the mindset or the framing that I want to win in this business and I will do what it takes and I will set myself up from a logistics standpoint, from a creative standpoint, from a motivational standpoint, from a work ethic standpoint to actually succeed. Two is you have unreasonable expectations for what to expect in the business long term. Three is that you have no identity, no niche, no specialty, nothing that makes you unique and truly allows you to stand out. And last but not least is that you do not understand that just as in any business, a fashion business has an insanely high failure rate. Come to terms with that and honestly, you'll be put ahead of 99% of people. Guys, hopefully this episode did not get you too down. I almost want to give you this other side of the coin and to tell you why you shouldn't start a fashion business so that if this is truly something you want to do and even after this episode, you're still convinced that what I have in my heart, in my mind is something that I want to get out into the world and I'm willing to do what it takes, then you're on to the right start. And that's going to give you something that the majority of people do not have. So if you find yourself in that position, congratulations. I think you should pursue what you want to pursue. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fitbite. If you did, please consider leaving a review below. It really does help us out. Let us know what episodes you want to see next. And until next time, stay awesome.